0: everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And if you were with us last week,
1: we started a new series and a new conversation on our keys to freedom, but starting off with a very specific conversation of hearing the voice of God, what that looks like just the scripture, really getting just kind of that teaching in and what the Lord says about this, that it's so possible for all sons and daughters. Um, And today we're really going to be shifting gears into kind of the part of this conversation of practically Mm -hmm. what does it look like for us as sons and daughters to hear from God? How do you begin to do that? How do you do that in your own life? How do you give that away to other people? There's something to be said about also identifying how the Lord Mm -hmm. speaks to us. I know for parents that have more than one child, you have unique tendencies in each of them, just because that's how children are created. And so I always say that if God created us to be individual, unique individual, son and daughters of God, he's going to speak to us in different ways. It's not just going to be one way. And so we like to kind of identify a couple different ways that God speaks, especially for people to begin to go, oh yeah, I think that's maybe the way I'm wired or wow, maybe that's actually the, was the Lord two days ago that when that came. And so starting to really help people identify how he speaks. And so a couple ways that that happens. The first one, we, always talk about is a still small voice which i think in culture and just in you know community we often refer to that even as our conscience mm-hmm. but it really is that voice that just kind of comes this is the way the lord speaks to me a lot it's kind of like i have a conversation in my head with the lord it's just kind of that still small voice whether it's in your mind or in your heart you just sort of are able to hear that voice now i often laugh cuz i'm like wouldn't it be kind of cool if it was like this deep manly voice that kind of came but it doesn't in fact mm-hmm. that might be a little <laughs> scary <laughs> but god's voice in my head sounds like my voice Voice. Yeah, And so that is part of that process of not getting stuck and not overthinking it, but really realizing, okay, it's not going to just be this voice from heaven that's this deep manly voice that I can totally know as God. It does take some time and process to sort of walk that out. The other one we often talk about is impressions, which aren't so much that voice. It's more of just thoughts that kind of come. You're in prayer and suddenly you just have this thought that just sort of falls. It's this impression that comes to mind. That's another way that the Lord speaks. The third way we often talk about is through pictures. And so that can come in two different forms. That can be what we would call pictures or visions in your mind during the day, like if you're praying or what have you and a picture comes to mind. And or these are folks that also have lots of dreams at night. When I first started hearing the voice of God, this was not something that I got. And I would often laugh. I'm like, God just knows I like my sleep. So he just lets me sleep. But I have friends who that's the majority of the way they hear from the Lord is through pictures. And then they have to pray and go, Lord, what that picture mean? Or Lord, what did that dream mean? And so really walking it out with the Lord where they're able to. Receive that way. Now, this isn't always cut and dry, but I often find those people are very artistic. They're very creative. And so as a helper, if you're working with someone who gets a lot of pictures or visions, they may not have a prayer journal in the sense of words. They may be someone who has a sketchbook Mm -hmm. and they're drawing some of the things that the Lord's showing them, Mm -hmm. which is really, really cool. Of course, the other things that we always hit on is worship, you know, music, that kind of thing. Always, 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 as we're always going to hit on is the word, of course, because God speaks to us through the Mm -hmm. word. There are folks that will be reading their word and it's like scripture suddenly just like highlights off the page and they're able to go, wow, that was so the Lord. That's another way he speaks to us. And we always say the last two areas are others. So, of course, hopefully even today as they're listening to this podcast, there's some things that the Lord's highlighting. But lastly is confirmation. And I think, Mel, you're kind of a confirmation. Person, mm-hmm. aren't you? Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain what that Absolutely. means?
0: <laughs> well, definitely. Any time I have, and and this would even be prior to when I really was actually practicing and giving the Lord space to like speak to me. Maybe right. even more like I feel like today I hear more kind of that still small voice thing. Mm-hmm. But before, when I really wasn't giving him space, I feel like he he almost knew the only way I'm going to get through this girl is through confirmation stuff. So it would be literally where it, things would just pop up and a certain theme would just keep coming up over and over and over. If I was praying for a direction on something mm-hmm. or if I was asking, I don't know, the Lord just to do something in my life, like it would show up in the exact same way in lots of different areas. So Mm -hmm. if there was a specific lie, maybe that I was struggling with and I was asking the Lord to just help me with it, there would be some area of truth that he would bring up through TV or through a book or through a sermon on Sunday or literally through signs on the road or through a conversation with a friend or whatever it might be. Like, I just kept hearing or seeing that theme over and over. I'm like, oh my goodness, I hear you, God. (laughs) Like, if you could possibly figure out another form to communicate this truth to me, good grief, you know what I mean? So I just feel like, honestly, because I wasn't really giving him space to speak to me in any other way, I really almost feel like that was the only mm-hmm. way that he could communicate to me, because it was the only way I was allowing. Right. So I have experienced other ways, but for a while, that was it for me. I mean, that was the way he got through to yeah, me. Was just he just kept repeating. Confirming <laughs> it. Yes. <laughs> and what I've taken on a very practical level, which is kind of what I want to jump into here, is just yeah. really how do you start very practically so practicing? Mm-hmm. this. That- And, you know, I don't take credit for this because it's something that I know you've taught a lot of people. (laughs) Is that, honestly, like when you just can step back and start asking some questions and creating some space and listening with a very open heart and a very expectant heart that the Lord's going to speak. Really based off of all these principles we've discussed for these last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. He will. But you just got to start. You just got to be intentional about practicing it Mm -hmm. and about letting giving him that space. And so I love what you've taught you know to other people and I've heard you teach and that I started to do myself and now I'm doing with her is is literally just as easy as coming up with a question asking the lord the question having some sort of journal or something that you can kind of record things down or write things down and but literally asking that question and you know writing it down but then I love the The thing that you encourage people to do is literally just writing two quotation marks as more than anything, just a statement of faith and a statement of expectation that God's going to speak to me right now. Mm -hmm. And then this is where that whole piece of not letting the whole like, is that God? Is that me? I don't know. Don't let that be your stumbling block when I started to kind of just push past that question in my mind and just start writing the things that are coming to my heart, my mind without questioning it, just write it all down and just keep writing until there's nothing really else that you feel like you're hearing or that's coming to your heart or mind. And then when you're done, write that period, write the quotation marks on the end of it. And again, just letting those thoughts and those things, just like letting it flow. Like don't get bogged down in that moment with Mm -hmm. who it is and Because then you can go back because you've written it all down. You can go back and you can start putting it against those litmus tests that we talked about last week. You know, does this bring about the fruit of the spirit in my life? Does this line up with the word of God? Goodness knows if it doesn't, it's not God. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just putting those things to the test and sometimes depending on what it is that I've been asking of the Lord or direction that maybe I'm asking, I will bring in, you know, spiritual mentors in my life to say, you know what, I've been asking God this and here's what I think I'm hearing. And sometimes they'll be able to kind of speak into that. And if Mm -hmm. there's anything that really doesn't seem to set with them, like, that doesn't sound like that would be God's voice. You know, like, that they might be able to kind of challenge a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. So I let other people speak into it as well. But it's not letting all that stuff bog you down on the front end. On the front end, just ask him a question. Write it down. And then start putting some of it to the test. I just feel like as I've started to do that and practice that on a very personal level, I can't believe... How many things, well, I kind of joke about this, but I'm like, seriously, you know, there are those things that people I've heard in the past say, well, I felt like God told me this about maybe you or about something that you're dealing with right now. or And I'm like, oh my goodness, how in the world did you hear that? <laughs> you're like right on. That was seriously God talking to you. I want to hear him like that. Like how much I've desired that in my own life, but I just never, I never knew if I was capable of hearing yeah. the Lord that way. And so as I've been practicing this more and more and more, there'll be things that I'm like, I kind of feel like I hear the Lord saying this and I'll write it down and I'm like, I'm not telling anybody this because this (laughs) sounds crazy, you know? And so I just kind of have it in my own heart and in my journal or whatever. And then something will happen or something will unfold. And I realize, oh my word, that really was the Lord Mm -hmm. telling me that. And I'm starting to get more confident that I can hear from him and I can hear from him in specific stuff, not just kind of like general truth, but like, I can really hear him say specific things. And it's, it's like increasing my, just my faith and my Mm -hmm. confidence that he does speak to me, but it required me just practically practicing it. And that's just a very practical tool that I know you've shared with people that I've started to do that I'm now passing on to some (laughs) of the young women in my life. And it's just been so transformational for me personally. I just love so, too like it. how strategic God is.
1: And I think that's something I think, like you just said, it's not the stuff off in the clouds that's just out there for us to pull from it really is like God knows down to the detail Mm -hmm. of the things in my life. He knows what I need. He knows what I need that I don't even know that I need. That is there's just a reality of that He's a very relational personal God. Yeah. And so I know that there's often that challenge too of don't just stay at this shallow level but ask God the specific questions Mm -hmm. and know that He actually has strategy for you. He has an action plan. He has specific things He wants you to do with what He's showing you. Especially in a healing process You know, we can have these really cool ideas or we can do things, but really going, okay, Lord, now what? What do I do with this? And recognizing he has very specific things that he loves to show us Mm -hmm. and speak to us. And that even leads us into these God questions that we're talking about, because I think... There's a reality I've learned over time of doing this, of becoming a really good question asker and knowing when I go into prayer and into that time with the Lord, what is it I'm even needing from him? What is it I'm even requiring or desiring from him? And if I don't know that, how am I gonna really receive it from the Lord? Mm-hmm. And so really getting good at going, okay, God, what is it that you have for me? What, what is it I even need? So I would even just really encourage people to go to our website at this point and really check out our freedom tools. We have a space there, Mel, that has all God questions that are listed. And I have to say some of those God questions are kind of funny. Some of the ones I'll have people talk about is like, Lord, of all my shoes, which are your favorite? And people kind of look at you a little funny. It's not a super spiritual question, but it actually challenges us out of our box Mm -hmm. and realizing God actually knows what shoes I have. He has an opinion if I actually give him space to answer that all the way down to Lord, what is something that you love about me? You know, how am I doing? Is there a lie I'm believing? What is your truth? All those types of things, because I think the other challenge people can get into when they're hearing the voice of God is they go, okay, I'm creating space, God, and now I'm just going to sit here. So what do you want me to know? Uh... (laughs) just this open space mm-hmm. where suddenly I'm thinking about my shopping list and all the things I need to do like it's too open ended it's not narrow enough to really stay focused and so that is one tool I would encourage mm-hmm. listeners to if you're hearing these God questions you're like how does that even look that is one place that we have those there that you can print right off and start using in your own prayer journal in your own prayer time
0: well and it's funny that you say that because I'm thinking about how many times when I sit down and when I ask the Lord a, a question or I have to take a few minutes just to calm myself down <laughs> from whatever the world maybe is going on that day yep. or my mind. I mean, I don't know. I feel like my mind is in constant overdrive. Mm-hmm. And so it takes me a while before I can just quiet myself yeah. to where I can actually hear something. And so, I mean, it's this may sound a little ridiculous to people and I won't get into a conversation about how people feel about yoga or not but (laughs) I'm just saying I'm using some principles from yoga of just like quieting like just being like just quieting my mind like literally I sometimes will go like from the top of my head down Mm -hmm. to my toes like like I'm just in this constant tension mode you know so just like literally Mm -hmm. trying to just still my entire being so that I'm open and I can actually hear from the Lord. So, you know, I just feel like that sometimes is important to start there because if you just kind of jump into it and start trying to hear from him and your mind is still all over the map, then yes, you're going to think about your grocery list and all the Mm -hmm. stuff you need to get done tomorrow and So I think that piece can be really missed sometimes if you don't just take like, take two or three minutes just to quiet yourself before you try to hear from him.
1: And I would add too, adding worship to that time is a really important thing I found, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm first I was first starting to hear the Lord, like setting the atmosphere and having worship. And, you know, that it's probably a quiet time in my house, not where people are bantering around and, you know creating quiet. But I would also lastly add that I've often found too, sometimes people when they first start to hear the voice of God, they feel like there's a block there Mm -hmm. where they're like, I know he's wanting to say something or I know he's trying to speak to me, but I feel like I've hit a wall. I would encourage people at that point to really go, okay, Lord, I'm backing up. Will you show me if there's anything blocking Mm -hmm. my ability to hear from you? And sometimes there's unforgiveness. Sometimes there's a lie. Sometimes there's things that actually have kind of created a wall. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just sin. Let's be honest. It's not that God's not speaking or doesn't want to reveal himself to us. But sometimes, especially in counseling sessions, we'll hit a wall and they're like, I can't. It's just dead silent. I know God's trying to speak to me, but I'm not receiving. That's when we'll step back and ask a different question. Lord, is there anything blocking me yeah. or causing me to be not be able to hear from you in this moment? And He, every time he's so faithful to go, actually, let me show you this. Hmm. And then that opens up the doorway again as well. So yeah. that's one last little tidbit I would throw out there as well.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's just... I don't think that we could stress enough the importance of this mm-hmm. this foundational piece when we're talking about our keys to freedom because yeah. it really, truly changes everything when mm. you do it from a position of letting him lead out and listening to him. Again, as we said last week, not only for the person who is walking through the principles and, and walking that yeah. healing journey, but also so much for the person who's helping them. So true. So I just feel like this... Piece just can't be missed and we mm-hmm. can't jump into talking about the keys until we've we've really focused in on the importance of being yeah. able to hear his voice and so and how excited he gets to speak yeah, to us like yeah. he loves this
1: Absolutely. i mean just imagine having children that you're never able to really communicate with the way to the fullness that he designed it to be Absolutely. you know i just i love 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 when this revelation falls for people that mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh that's something i can do too like you said mm-hmm. it changes everything it's mm-hmm. just so powerful it and really so awesome. does
0: And it's a lifelong thing, Mm -hmm. so I love it. No matter where you are in your walk, no matter whether or not you're walking through some healing journey or not at this point, like it's so important for every every facet of life and every season of life, so I love it. Well, I think that we've kind of wrapped up this part on hearing the voice of God, but we are going to jump into another really uh, foundational piece next week. We're going to start talking about authority in Christ. what an important part that is also to our counseling model our keys to freedom and walking through those so we're gonna we're gonna jump into that next week so we hope you've enjoyed these last two weeks on hearing the voice of god and hope that you'll join us next week